0: Good evening, folks. Welcome to the Adafruit Show and Tell. My name is Melissa, and tonight I will be hosting. Uh, Tonight, we're going to, or first, we're going to start out with Scott.
1: Hello. Uh,
2: Thank you for going with me first. I'm frantically trying to get my dental going. Um, I'll just Uh, talk about it. Did you want to
0: go? uh, Yeah, give me like
2: five more minutes. Okay, no worries. I'm close. Okay.
0: Well, we are going to go with Jeff then for now.
3: Hi there. Yeah. Hi. So um, I have a prototype board from Lamore that I've been uh, trying to get working. This is the uh, board with a camera and an ESP32S3 microcontroller, SD card slot, some fun connectors like STEMA QT. And, uh, you know, I've been working on the camera stuff, I think, for about 18 months off and on. And we're getting to the point where we actually have kind of uh, an all-in-one thing that we're putting through the paces. So it's in like a um, camera app mode right now. You can kind of see my my face there, actually. And if I hit the button, it'll take a photo and save it to the SD card. So that's kind of how it's going. Um, really excited about this because it's like related to work I've been doing for a good long time. And it's like, how do we create a a camera app. We we've got kind of diamond controls, two buttons here, a shutter and an on-off, and yeah, we'll make some cool projects out of this, uh, you know, soon within the next two years. I'm just certain of it. <laughs> That's really cool.
0: So is that uh, running with CircuitPython?
3: Yeah, that is running with CircuitPython. You can also access the uh, camera using like a program that you write directly in ESP IDF. But I don't think you can do it in Arduino at the moment. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this is all running in Circuit Python, and it it operates very smoothly. Like in terms of the refresh rate of the the screen, it's really for a Circuit Python program, doing pretty good. Yeah. And will we, since it's a, a Wi-Fi microcontroller, we'll potentially do things that use Wi-Fi. Um, with the, I, I think these are. Um, I don't know what that uh, three-pin connector is, but like, you know, remote shutter release or things like that. Yeah, and of course, all your stomach QT sensors and whatnot. So you'll be able to expand this. And I think this is a battery slot, so you'll be able to go mobile, although I'm tethered right now. And yeah, so just, I'll be giving you updates about this probably for a little while, while we get it all working.
0: Cool. Well, thank you for stopping by.
3: Yeah, you're welcome. Have a good rest of the show.
2: Thanks. Hi, are you All ready? Right. Yeah, let's give it a try. Okay. Despite the the truck that's backing up. So <clears throat> um, what I've got here is uh, this is showing what you're showing here. It's uh, confused. Um, it's a display with the USB host Featherwing on it. Um, so this is an RP2040. And I haven't tested this yet, so let's uh, hope the demo gods are on my side. Um, But I've got uh, another CircuitPython board, um, and it's one of those that goes straight into your USB slot. So we'll we'll see what happens uh, when I connect one into the other. So CircuitPython starts up. Um, It looks like maybe it's in safe mode, but that should be okay. Uh, Maybe it won't work. It should... uh, be looking for a USB device here. Do you want to try it again or uh, yeah, I think I did press a button when I plugged it in. Let's just give it one more shot. I haven't tried this yet. I've been testing on the iMX, not on the uh ah. um, not on the RP2040, so I've got more work cut out for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, looks like I think searching devices waits 10 seconds, so I'll just wait a little bit. Um, anyway, so what's happening is I've been working on mass storage device, which is what the CircuitPy drive is. So what this demo, if it worked, would do is it would uh, list the files on the second uh, USB device, the CircuitPython device, and be able to like write to it as well. Um, all from the host device. Oh, okay. Um, this is a lot simpler to show than all of the wires that I've gotten going oh. all over my desk. Um, but unfortunately, I've got more debugging to do. Well, maybe you can um, shut up so next week. Now I've got work for me <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> okay. uh, thanks for hosting. Oh, and I should say, um, if folks uh, know, I used to do deep dives uh, where we talk about all this stuff uh, on Fridays at two p.m. Pacific. We'll be doing. I-, I will be starting to host deep dives again starting this week. Uh, thanks to Foamy Guy for covering for me for so long while I had a kid. Uh, and uh, Foamy Guy will be continue streaming on Saturday mornings, and also filling in for me on Fridays. So, Thanks for stopping Excited to by. see everybody.
0: And next up, we have Liz. Hello. Hi.
4: Uh, so this project um, I did this week, it's a four by four rotary encoder um, MIDI messenger, and so it's using four of the quad uh, rotary encoder breakouts, which use seesaw, and they have an interrupt pin, which is going to a GPIO that's on a Feather RP twenty forty, that's right under here, with a MIDI Feather wing, and it's using async I O to read all the encoders like pretty quickly. Uh, So, I coded up to use MIDI control change messages which are used often with uh, controlling external gear. Um, I kind of formatted the code at the top so folks can enter in the messages and values that they want to send by default. Um, And I have it set up for um, a guitar pedal that I use so folks can edit if they want. Um, But right here I have MIDI Berry, which is my preferred kind of MIDI visualizer. So, if I turn this recording encoder you can see the screen updates. And then if I press, it sends, and the value just came into the input. I'll send a couple more. Um, and yeah, so I'm hoping this will be a good example for folks um, to use async I/O because uh, I had never used it before. It kind of felt like my brain was being turned inside out, um, but hopefully folks can maybe use it an example for doing a slightly more intense um, project with a couple different parameters and just um, the blinking and LED, which is a really great starter, but then um, seeing how you can use it for also updating a display and updating NeoPixels and doing a couple of different things. So guide is available now on Learn, and uh, yeah.
0: Cool. Thank you for uh, stopping by and showing that off.
4: No problem. Thanks for hosting tonight.
0: Yeah, no problem. Cool. And next up, we have John Park.
1: Hello. Hey, I've got a update on a project I've been working on a little bit. Uh, So this is my DIY version of the ambient machine, um, which is an existing project that was uh, sold in like a super limited number in art galleries, thousands of dollars. So this is going to be the IKEA end of the spectrum. And this is literally a couple of drawers from uh, an IKEA Birch, uh, Baltic Birch organizer set that I got. Um, and I cut some holes in there. I lasered them out. You could use a drill with a template. Uh, and so far, I've got 10 of what I think I'm, I'm going to go with uh, the full 20 switches on here unless I need to redesign. And the reason I may need to do that is uh, what I have in the back here is a speaker, and there's a little amp. There is a Metro M7 in there and uh, an SD card that I'm reading off of. I'll open it up in a second, but um, what this is meant to do is allow you to Flip a knob, and I'm going to turn on a, a second little mic here that hopefully you'll be able to hear this a little better. Um, flip one of these switches. And the idea is you won't just have annoying robot voices saying numbers, but instead soothing bell sounds and water and piano with long reverb tails and strings. Uh, and you can mix them to kind of make your own. Uh, sort of sound machine, meditative machine, ambient machine. Uh, right now, you can see, I'll be able to play a few of them at a time. And those are, you find it there. Uh, those are wave files that are playing off of the SD card, um, running into issues with how much bandwidth I've got coming off of the SD card over the regular SPI. Uh, bus since this is a SD card IO based uh, library on the Metro M7. Um, so we'll see, there's, there's some ideas floating around. There's some things uh, Lamore told me to give a try, but I just wanted to kind of give you a little peek at the insides there. You can see I'm using one of our little um, metal swirly grids there to connect things to uh, if I keep pulling it apart there, you can see, I've just got speaker uh, and wires to there and that's the the bulk of the operation uh, there is Uh, The the M7, the SD card reader, amplifier, and I'm using an expander, IO expander, uh, to read those switches there. So uh, I'll give a deeper dive into that tomorrow on the show and maybe even have uh, more sounds. Those were working pretty well, but right now as I add more voices, as it's essentially trying to stream more WAV files off of SD, uh, we get some choppy, stuttery sounds, which I'll I'll demo tomorrow as well. Uh, So that's the progress update on the ambient machine. That's pretty cool. Thank
0: you for coming by and showing that off. You bet. Thanks. See you. Okay. And next up, we have Aaron St. Plain.
5: Hello. So um, I've been working on a project where I took a teddy Ruxpin, which is one of these old animatronic teddy bears from, I think, the 1980s. (laughs) And I've skinned him and I've put him inside of this figment doll right here. He fits just almost perfectly. Um, And I'm now in the process of updating the voice files and eyeball files to customize them even further. So I'll just uh, turn them on here for a second and see if you will talk to us. Hello, Billy. Hello, Daisy. Would you like to hear a story? So Billy and Daisy are my two nieces. And uh, my plan here is to also get my my mom to record some audio, uh, telling some stories. Maybe my aunt and, you know, some maybe grandpa who's in Australia can all tell some stories. And then uh, when they squeeze on his hand, you know, instead of the dream with me original files like he's, he talks here, we're going to be able to have custom files uh, with the kids' names and, you know, the, and the voices of the, the the folks they know. So this has been a fun little project. He's uh, He fits perfectly inside the Figment doll. Um, I did have to split his head open um, <laughs> in order to make the eyeballs line up a little bit perfectly, but, you know, gluing jewels always fixes everything, so... Um, I'm working on this project this week and I just got him talking so I'm I'm pretty excited about it and I'm looking forward to getting this completed and getting some video of my baby nieces. That
0: sounds great so far.
5: Yep. Lots of fun.
0: Cool. Uh, Thank you for stopping by and uh, showing that off.
5: All right. Have a good one.
0: Thanks. And that's all we have for uh, today. Uh, In about uh, 15 minutes, we'll have the uh, Adafruit or the Ask an Engineer, uh, and that will be coming up next at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern.